Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Thank you for your word of prophecy which concerns us. You have brought us into your house not to shame us, not to reduce us, but to glorify us and to increase us. I pray that your word will be mixed with faith in our hearts. That we will not come behind the glorious things that are spoken concerning us, the city of God. Guide us, Holy Spirit, to lay hold on the reality of your word and to leave them practically. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You are welcome to Flats of Revival Service. Where God is prospering us, spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. Praise God. Before we continue, I want us to take our sovereign confession. Because Something has been added to it. If we say what it will be, I can home, and it is our prosperity. Why don't you be on your feet one more time? I didn't think I won't sorry now so if you when we confess with our mouth and believe with our hearts, that is how we get saved. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ that God has raised him from the dead. Confession and believing is what gets us saved. And that is an abiding principle for possessing anything in the kingdom of God. So it matters you say the right thing. And you keep saying it. So we have not forgotten what we said from the beginning of the year. We are still reminding of ourselves. And even pushing the frontiers of our confession further. 
in this year of our Lord, the year of sorrowing, I saw. I am done with low living, low dreams, low levels, and low things. From this day onwards, I saw only. I saw in Christ. I saw in grace and in the knowledge of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I saw exceedingly in faith and confidence towards God. I saw beautifully in righteousness and holiness all the days of this year. I saw in good health. I am free of all sicknesses and infirmity. I saw in strength. I saw in joy. I saw in love. I saw in divine prosperity. I saw in divine prosperity. I saw in divine prosperity. And I saw with clear results. I saw in spiritual, holy, moral, and eternal influence. My soaring is notable. I saw and saw higher and higher every day, every week, every month, all the way. Through the, year. through the year I mount up with wings as eagles soaring to the glory of God and it is now amen and amen God bless you be it unto you according to your confession say after me I am not poor Say it one more time. I am not poor. Hallelujah. Poverty is neither the fruit of the spirit or the gift of the spirit. It doesn't belong anywhere. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. First Samuel chapter 1 chapter 2 first Samuel chapter 2 verse 7 The Lord make it poor and make it rich. He bring it low and lift it up. Verse 8. He raises up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from a dung hill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory 
for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and He has set the world upon them. Omamo broni sufri ufutromo na omo hieni sufri sumina so wadeno betina mapomemo na wamano enya ni mnyam ejaswa tina na sasi ni na sasi ni na swa eye rade dia na odiviasi esiso. This moment, I'm bringing you good news. No matter how your life is, poor, a beggar from the dunk hill, the Lord can raise you up and He will raise you up. He will lift you up from the dunk hill and set you among princes. Psalm 113, which is our psalm of praise for today. Psalm 113, verse 7. He raises up the poor out of the dust and lifted the needy out of the dunghill. That is the church. God brings us into his kingdom and then he raises us up. Verse 8, that he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people. This morning, we are still looking at the prophecy and purpose of our prosperity. The prophecy and purpose of our prosperity. Isaiah chapter 60. Verse 5. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee, the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Now, this prophecy runs all the way from verse 5 to verse 17. Verse 17. For brass I will bring gold, and for iron I will bring silver, and for wood brass, and for stones iron. I will also make thy officers peace and thine exactest righteousness. Now, 
Okafor, I showed you how Jabez prayed last week. Even when he did not have the faintest idea of any prophecy, yet something occurred to him that life could be lived better and higher and more honorable than the way he was living. But thank God we have a sure word of prophecy. The prophecy and purpose of our prosperity. The first thing God will want us to know is that prosperity is not an accident. Prosperity itself. The prosperity of the church of the believer is not an accident. Never have in your mind that it is by accident I prosper. You never get saved by accident and you never prosper by accident. There was a conscious step into salvation. The same applies to our prosperity. And here we see the prophecy of that prosperity. It is a prophecy that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. Jesus will often refer, especially to the book of Isaiah. Uh, the, the, the gospel writers will, will make that commentary that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet so it's not by accident and it is meant to be fulfilled you are the target of that prophecy then another thing we should note is that it's not a prosperity based on the economy of nations or individual privileges. God doesn't think that of two believers, this is the one to prosper because of his background. It's, it's, is based on the word of God. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Philippians 4, 19. A scripture we read last week. But my God, the God who spoke by Isaiah, shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That is where the prosperity is coming from. 
Wasina minyan kopo abe mamu diye hiyamu nina Sedi ya na hunyadiye notiye na numu nyamu disu Yesu mu It is according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus Wase eti sedi ya na numu nyamu etiye ewe Christo Yesu mu it is something happening because God rules and reigns in the affairs of men. It is something happening. The prosperity is something happening because God rules and reigns in the affairs of men. So in spite of whatever is happening around us, God still rules and reigns. He overrules and he reigns. And The word kingdom of God means the reign of God. He is ruling. He is ruling in our affairs. And because he is ruling in affairs, he is not limited by economic indicators, by what is going on. He rules all by himself. His sovereignty is is not limited by what we are going through. Has God proven it before? Yes, he has. Genesis chapter 26. Genesis 26. Genesis From verse 1. The prosperity of the believer is not an accident. It is a prophecy that must be fulfilled. It is not based on the, the economy of nations or individual privileges. It is something happening because God rules and reigns in the affairs of men. Genesis 26 verse 1. And there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And I dare tell you that we are going to see those things. It is what has been that will be. There is famine ahead of us. Remember Jesus said that this will be one of the signs of his coming. There will be shortages. There was famine and so what? And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Jira. And the Lord appeared unto him, verse 2, and said, Go not down into Egypt. Now, that means in his mind, he wanted to check out of his country. I told you last week, if you want to be poor, travel. This is it. This week, I saw a woman. I don't know what she went to do in that country. 
but there was a crisis there all that she was left with was her echolac she was pulling that is the only thing she had to even get a car to move from where the issue is in that country to another place was a problem according to her he said she checked her google map that from here to that distance it was one hour but actually it was 18 hours so she started walking when she kept on walking it was 18 hours a woman before she got to the other side then she checked again when she saw uh, uh, that from here to another place she rested in somebody's shop how long will it take me 30 minutes 30 minutes to was eight hours so she he, she began to walk out of desperation no car will pick her sometimes she said she even lied to the people the train or the bus picking the people that i am pregnant can you pick me say no this is only for this kind of people your your color we can't pick you we can't help you now so for saying now what you more no or hurt my baby now not how we be as a workroom or not you're not cow they quite a new color i can't want they call now cow but from pronoun and why a day i'm on a baby to be trying to watch your own set on your book more catch and said debbie sakai i agree and i train i agree dear oh homas i'm proof of being oh color nintendo into me for you don't know how blessed you are when you said you were saying sure look at the amen you gave me god is not unwise to put you in the country that you belong when you come from a and every tree is fit for the place it ought to be it 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 grows in the right vegetation sugar does not grow in certain places it grows sugar cane it grows in certain other places that is how life is some are in mushy areas some are on a, they do well in even a desert area that is exactly how god has distributed human population verse 3 Go not down into Egypt, verse 3. So journey in this land, stay here, do your business here, and I will be with thee, and I will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed, I will give these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham the first. Don't move, stay here. Verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land where he did not move from and received in the same year. Remember, there was famine, but he received in the same year. That means something was wrong that even when you sow, it does not work. That was how come there was famine. But strangely, when he did it, he sold in that land and received in the same year how many fold a hundredfold and the lord blessed him the lord will bless you and the man was great 
and went forward and grew until he became very great. That is us. Now nothing had changed in the economy. But God did it. There was nothing that had changed for Isaac. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. We see another instance in Second Kings chapter 6. Second Kings chapter 6 verse 25 we are reading this so that you have faith in the word of God you are not the first person God is going to attempt something and fail he has done it before 2 Kings 6 25 and there was a great famine in Samaria and behold they besieged it until an ass head something as irrelevant as an axe head was sold for four score pieces of silver and the fourth part of the cup of dove's dank for five pieces of silver the farming was so severe that they were even selling the dank of a dove for food was in a compressor by samaria nashet waka wanshi mua kusi se watong a funumuti eje ejitabina eduo eduo in this same passage there was a woman who killed her child because of extreme famine. Chapter 7, verse 1. Then came Isaiah chapter 60. Chapter 7, verse 1. Then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord, that says the Lord, tomorrow about this time, shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Was it Anna Eliza Eka said, Muntia a radia sem, Nerade Essie, what shall I say? A US sem susu adia biaco ebedi vitabina, na a toko susu adia minu ebedi vitabina, Samaria propono anno. Then a Lord, verse 2, on whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God. He answered that Isaiah chapter 60. And said, Behold, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but you shall not eat thereof. But I pray for you that you will see it and you will eat thereof. Verse 16. And the people went out and spoiled the tents of the Syrians. So a measure of fine flour was sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel according to the word of the Lord. This morning, don't rule yourself out you are the kind of person that God wants to prosper 
somebody and you will be for sometimes when something good happens to you it's almost like no they have made a mistake but I want you to know that you are the kind of person you not another that God wants to bring his word to pass in your life therefore always think in terms of the word of God think offensive what I mean by that is carry God's word into the situation that you are in Psalm 89 verse 34 God will never change what he has said Psalm 89 verse 34 my covenant will I not break my word will I not break nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Isaiah chapter 16 has gone out from the mouth of the Lord. And he will not change it. When it comes to even the sure word of prophecy, I'm talking about the whole word of God. We must be well oriented. We must have the right focus. I'm saying this because we live in we live in desperate times. We live in Isaiah chapter 60 verse 2 darkness upon the land Isaiah chapter 60 verse 2 for behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people for some people that is the only thing they see look at the ratio of verse 2 to all the other prophecies in this chapter how many times that the word does the word darkness appear in that chapter there are good things all over chapter 60 of isaiah but some people they have this kind of Pessimism. They always see something dark. The world is coming to an end. What shall we do? We should start storing food. That is pessimism. For the believer, prophecy is not all gloom and doom. There is the glory and blessedness of the sure word of prophecy. That is what I mean by we should be well oriented. Be careful how you talk. 
Be careful what you are looking at. Be careful the conclusions you are making. Be well oriented. Be well focused. Put the word prophecy in your mind and come to Revelation chapter 1. The word prophecy. Put it in your mind. When we say prophecy. Now come to Revelation chapter 1. Verse 2. Who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus and of all things that he saw. Revelation 1 verse 2. Isaiah was a prophet just like John here. He bear record of the word of God. Of the testimony. Of things he saw. Lift up your eyes and see, for they come unto you. He wanted us to see with him. Now, of the things that he saw, look at verse 3. I want us to have the good orientation on prophecy. Verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth. And was say, it should not put fear in you what is going on what is happening leave that alone look at the word blessed is he he didn't say woe is he he has a lot of things to say it's almost like by the time you start reading the book of revelation you should give up no but he says blessed is he that read it. When you meet Antichrist, blessed is he. When you meet the plagues, blessed is he. When you meet the saints, people are dying. Blessed is he that read it and they that hear the words of this prophecy. This morning, blessed are you for hearing these things. Amen. So, Isaiah chapter 60 is not gloom and doom, and the purpose of prophecy is not that. It tells us to rise and shine. It tells us there is darkness all right. But there is also glory and light. Our prosperity is one of them. The influx of souls, one of them. Our undeniable significance, they are all part of it. So it matters that we remain balanced and hopeful Christians. Don't hear preaching like this and go and pour it all of them down and then you load fear gloom and doom into your vessel don't do that be a balanced and a hopeful christian the world will go through troubles but keep hope alive 
prophecy for you is not gloom and doom. Because what shapes our life is the eternal word of God. Isaiah sees the enlargement of God's kingdom. It's not shrinking. Our, our best days are ahead of us, not behind us. What Isaiah sees is basically that Jesus shall reign till all his enemies become his footstool. Because prophecy is about Christ and his church. Of the increase of his government, he says in Isaiah, that means his reign, there shall be no end. Jesus is not going to reign. He is reigning right now. The discussion of whether Jesus is in charge or not, it is over. Jesus reigns right now. The kingdom of God is here and now. That is why a scripture like Psalm 2 is on record. The only thing for the world to do and for anybody to do is to submit themselves to Jesus. Psalm 2 verse 12 says, Kiss the sun lest you be angry and you perish out of the way when its wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. Hallelujah. As part of the decreed enlargement of Christ's kingdom is the prosperity of the church. Prophecy is about Christ and his church. And a session of that prophecy a chapter of that prophecy is the prosperity of a church. Prosperity is not a subject for some people only. You know, we are the only ones who can talk about prosperity. No, it is an open subject. It is, it is a good news to the church. It is God planned. The prosperity is God planned. It is planned by God. It is purposed by God. And it is powered by God. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Deuteronomy 8, 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives thee power to get wealth. He gives you what? To get what? That he may establish his covenant, which is swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. Second Chronicles 
I just want the Bible to speak for itself. Amen. Amen. Second Chronicles. Let's read from Second Chronicles one twelve. Second Chronicles chapter one verse twelve. Verse seven, Mama. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches. I will give thee what? And wealth, and give thee what? And Anna, such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. Was in Yansan in him, dear? No, what they are mau. Now, Ahunya, dear, ne a cradier, any and Munyam, and so Memau. Now, I am for a would do when you know any asada. Now, a tree, and so Unyasa. I will give thee riches and wealth. God said, I will. This is the will of God our Savior. He will not have all men to perish. He will have all men to be saved. It is also the will of God for his people to have riches and wealth. This year, somebody will experience that. Some 32, verse Thirty-five, rather, verse twenty-seven. Thirty-five, twenty-seven. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, "Let the Lord be magnified." Let's all read what is there. Which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Is it the pleasure of God for you to be saved? Is it his pleasure for you to be healthy? Is it his pleasure for you to prosper? Whilst we are talking about prosperity, we should still keep it in the, the proper balance of scriptures. So first of all, I want to show us what kingdom prosperity is not. What it is not. 
Number one, it is not supposing that gain is godliness. It is not like that. That oh, because I have this and I have a therefore I am godly. First Samuel chapter, First Timothy chapter six, verse five. First Timothy six five. Perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such withdraw thyself. First Timothy six, verse five. Manso chain ah ese enipa wan adunim ase na nukre abo wan a ususi se nyamsumpa eye adepediye. Riches do not replace righteousness. Jediye entimi sitrene anemu. There is a clear sign of who a, a believer is. Since jedibi oha dead pefe se wey eye ujidini just. Riches and gain does not mean that a person is godly. Remember, a poor man, a, a rich man died. The rich man and Lazarus. When he died, he did not go to heaven. He went down to hell. There was a rich man who had a lot of harvest, and then he built barns, and he said, "I'm going to fill my barns with them." And Jesus called him a fool. He said, This night your soul shall be required from thee. So gain is not godliness. Amen. Amen. We must have prosperity in the right perspective. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 27. Proverbs 15, twenty-seven. He that is greedy of gain troubleth his own soul. Troubled his own house, but he that hated gifts shall live. He that is greedy of gain, he troubled his own house. So God does not approve or accept anyone simply because he is rich. He is a creator of both wealth and the wealthy. Number two, what kingdom prosperity is not? It is not assuming that prosperity means spirituality. So gain is not godliness. And prosperity does not mean spirituality. Revelation chapter 3, verse 17. Revelation 3, 17. Sometimes 
the reason why people spend their whole time praying coming to church running up and down is so that they will have prosperity but that does not mean that you are spiritual so even how long how many how many hours you have spent praying fasting and what have you it does not be just simply because you want to prosper it does not mean you are spiritual revelation 3 17 because you say i am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing now i know that you are spiritual no and knowest not that you are wretched and you are miserable and you are poor and blind and naked what's it if we said what say me you are the four maybe yeah me home now she hear me now when you say wow one day i'm going to I pray that in our prosperity, the Lord will never say this about us. Verse 18, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. Of all that you have, you don't have spirituality. Jesus is saying that thou mayest be rich. You will really be rich according to my estimation and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of your nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eye with eyes up that you may see what's in a me too for say to maintain sika wabrehu ojemu na wenya adie a atadifita na washe na wadeja anuhura anedi eni enitru a wade besira weni so we have to be very careful what we understand about prosperity it is not supposing that gain is godliness and that prosperity in itself means spirituality in fact the bible warns us about riches you see everything is good but there is an excess it can be damaging when you overstretch it water is good but you can get drowned in water if you are not careful food is good but you can become a glutton if you don't control yourself at midnight 2 a.m 3 a.m you are still eating so there is a warning against just wanting to be rich for the sake of it number one is the warning of possible self-destruction you can destroy yourself for just wanting to be rich so God is talking to us about prosperity yet there are some warnings first Timothy chapter 6 verse 9 but they that will be rich they fall into temptation and a snare. He says, if that is your ambition, watch out. 
and into many foolish and hateful lusts which drown men like water is good but it will drown you in destruction and perdition and Verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. I pray that that will never be our portion. I have seen it over and over again. It happened to the prodigal son. So when you get up with the sole aim of I want to be rich, you can invite a lot of crisis into your life. There can be mountains of debts in your life. Moral compromise in your life. Outright evil in your life. Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs 1. From verse 10. We can't read all. Verse 10. My son, if sinners and tithes you consent thou not, if they say, Come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us lack privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave, and whole as those that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill all our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us. Let us all have one purse. Be careful of the kind of people you join to do you say you are doing business or you are doing something with my son walk not thou in the way with them refrain thy foot from their path for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood Verse 18. And they lay wait for their own blood, they lack privily for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain. Which takes away the life of the owners thereof. So there is a warning of possible self-destruction. It can destroy you. You yourself, you pierce yourself with many sorrows it's like you are killing your own self then there is also the warning of forgetting God the possibility of forgetting God I 
I can close all other references that I may want to read and just let Jesus talk to all of us Jesus warned that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God think about it Matthew chapter 19 verse 23 I thought we are talking about prosperity are we now not supposed to believe for it we are supposed to believe for it God is going to show us exactly how it happens and and how we are supposed to get it yet not without the warnings Matthew chapter 19 verse 23 then said Jesus unto his disciples verily I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven and again I say unto you it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God in our prosperity may we not forget God Deuteronomy chapter 6 Verse 10. Warnings against just wanting to be rich for the sake of it. Deuteronomy 6 10. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swore unto thy fathers to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities, which thou buildest not, and houses full of all good things, which thou fillest not, and wells digged, which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not. When thou shalt have eaten and be full, twelve, then beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. It seems to me God is talking to people who will be very prosperous and he's giving us warnings. What is the point that after God has prospered you, then God lost you? You, you, God could not, you, you were nowhere to be found by God. The warnings alone tell me that God wants to prosper us. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 8. Look at the, the, the prayer, kind of, of the wise man. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 8. 
Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Listen, you sit here like it can never happen to you, but wait until you prosper. You will see that something comes into you. You, you, you begin to grow horns. You begin to portray pride. You didn't have a car. When you have it, you had it. Now things have changed. You didn't have a house. When you got it, things have changed. You did not have this. You did not have that. It is that subtle. That is why God is warning us. Nobody should feel like this. Why it can't happen to me. I am very spiritual. I am powerful. There are pastors who fail because of, of, of wealth. A pastor went to another pastor's house. Even his dog, his house, it, it, there was air conditioning in the dog's house. Literally. Everything was turned into something else. How did Solomon fall? It is what we are talking about. So he said, lest I be fool. Don't let me be too poor. And don't let this thing get overboard. Lest, lest I be fool and deny thee and say, who is the Lord? May we never get to such a point. Job 31. See, these are ancient people who have worked with God. And they know the dangers of riches. Job 31 verse 24. If I have made gold my hope, or have said to the fine gold, thou art my confidence. Look at that. If I rejoice because my wealth was great and because my hand had gotten much, he's saying that something is happening to me because of wealth. Look at verse 28. This also were an iniquity to be punished by the judge, for I should have denied the God that is above. May the Lord keep us humble. Hallelujah. Praise God. But with all these warnings, they do not cancel the prophecy of our prosperity. God has prophesied in his word about our, prof- our prosperity. Let's come to Isaiah chapter 60 and see the prophecy for ourselves. Isaiah chapter 60.
verse 5 the latter part because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee the forces of the gentiles shall come unto thee Six, the multitude of camels shall cover thee, the dromedaries of Midian and Ephah, and all day from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense. Can you say amen? amen. And they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedah, verse 7, shall be gathered together unto thee. The rams of Nebuah shall minister unto thee. They shall come up with acceptance on mine altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. If you believe it, say amen. Amen. Who are these that fly as a cloud? They are soaring and as the doves to their windows. Surely the isles shall wait for me and the ships of Tarshish first to bring thy sons from far, their silver and their gold with them. Unto the name of the Lord thy God and to the Holy One of Israel because he has glorified thee. The prophecy runs all the way to verse 17. But there is a carrier, there is something pulling this prophecy. There are two things. It's like two horses pulling a chariot. Number one, it is a prosperity compelled by God's glory. It's the glory of God bringing it. Just that. What does a woman have to do to attract a husband if he's if he's a, a chaste lady who is not applying certain tricks, but she is just there? Sometimes she even wonders when the, the, the man comes and says, I'm interested in you. What is it? There was a certain glory, an attraction. That is exactly what happens when God wants to prosper us. He puts something on us that we attract the man called prosperity into our lives. Anything that has repelled prosperity, wealth, riches, a satisfying life, a fulfilling life in your life, Today, the Lord is removing it out from your life. Verse 9, Isaiah 60, verse 9. Surely the isle shall wait for me, and the ships of Tarshish first to bring thy sons from far, their silver and their gold with them, unto the name of the Lord thy God, and to the Holy One of Israel. Because he has glorified thee. That is the puller of the wealth. God has glorified thee. 
it is compelled by the glory of God. The glory of God attracts prosperity. We are talking about divine prosperity. Yes, you are doing your work. You are hard working. But beyond that, there is an attraction on your life. Let me show you an example. Amen. Luke chapter 8. Verse 2 and 3. This is how God met the knees of the Lord and his disciples. Luke chapter 8, verse 2. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. In other words, they saw the glory of Christ. Mary called Madeline, out of whom went seven devils. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others. And many others. And many others. That means the channels of your wealth are many. Hallelujah. There is nothing that says you have one business. You can have more than that. And many others which ministered unto him of their substance. Hallelujah. And Susanna, and Afufuabra, what do one and be ever so no? They ministered unto him of their substance. People shall minister unto you of their substance. And That is exactly what is Nazareth chapter 60. They were ministering to the church their substance. May the Lord give us an understanding of this message. Acts chapter 28. You know, sometimes somebody is doing something and it is working. You don't know, but the glory is bringing it to pass. Then you also get up, I'm going to do it. That will be how you will become very poor. The rest you parted into two. Israel, they were going through. It was a kind of prosperity. Then Pharaoh said, We too, we will go through. But they, but they did not go to the other side. Sometimes you see people, they are doing well, but you don't know, what you don't see is what I'm showing you. What is working? I'm talking about children of God. What is working? There is something working on the inside that you cannot see. It is the glory of God. It's a treasure that God has put into them. It's, it's like, oh, they are doing business. They are doing it, okay. She has this and she has that. But there is a puller. There is something that brings it to pass. And the Lord is showing us that it is His glory. Amen. 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 Amen.
and I met Chiron, a Radian Munyam, I down so, and a Chiyadino Amon. Hallelujah. Praise God. I remember one minister, he says, People run to him to give him thanks. They run. If you don't run, you, you, you won't see him. So we saw Kai or Sophobi or say, and Crofua, it to America, a banner chain or more than your mother, and I said, One to America, your business will run. The work of your hands will run. Acts 28, verse 9. So when this was done, others also which had diseases in the island came and were healed. Verse 10. Who also honored us with many honors. And when we departed, they laid us with such things as were necessary. Was he yea chileno? One aka and sua or yare, supono, eswono, a bayer, emma was our ya dear. Would the ye nippy, now ye free war air chrono, what the numa and yea yea home a praying. You will not lack necessary things. And numa and yea one on Sabaka, maybe at this point, Paul needed something. How did it come? By the glory of God. My God shall supply all your needs according to his glory. He did not physically speak. There's no way they could have had it. But look at the word, they're necessary. It means they needed it. Whatever you need, God will give to you. Some of us, we don't need a car. It's not necessary. What does a student need a car for? You don't need a plane. It's not necessary. But you need something that's necessary. You need accommodation. It's necessary. You need a school fees. It's necessary. You need hostel fees. It's necessary. You need some capital. It's necessary. Well, the same God is still around. And he will lay it upon you. By his glory. It's a prosperity compelled by God's glory. Second Kings chapter 4. The Lord give you understanding. Second Kings chapter four. From verse eight. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman. And she constrained him to eat bread. Elijah did not beg for it. Are you following what I'm saying? The woman constrained him. And so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in hither to eat bread. And don't be going to places because you know that this is the lunch time. Of that house, that is not. It's not knowledge. It's a social flaw. And Shada M. Call if you be moon and we say, Sabre, your baby, your baby, and it's all called up with 
Oh yes, I am coming for witnessing and all those things. No. Verse 9. And she said unto her husband, Listen, God knows when and how to make somebody talk to somebody about you. This job we must give you to this person. That's all. Amen. Amen. And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive, but this is a holy man of God. There was nothing in between him and the woman which passes by us continually. It's not like when he passed through our house, our money is missing. Something has happened. No, nothing. He was a holy man of God. When the Lord is blessing you, may you remain holy. Verse 10. Let us. See, Elijah is not part of this whole thing. The glory is bringing something. Let us make a little chamber. Suddenly, Elijah has gotten accommodation. I pray thee on the wall. And let us set for him there a bed. And a table. And a stool. And a candlestick. My God shall supply all your needs. And it shall be when he come to us that he shall turn into in theater. It was not part of their house. Like where they stayed. They made it purposely for the prophet of God. When the glory of God is upon you, you attract prosperity. The prosperity in Isaiah chapter 60 did not start from verse 5. It started from verse 1. The glory of the Lord shall rise upon you. And because of that, there is an attraction for prosperity into your life. The second pillar where we are going to end on that for prosperity, the prophecy of our prosperity. As for the prophecy, it is happening, but this is how it is coming. These are the forces bringing them into our lives God's glory and then God's favor. God's favor. You have to understand my message this morning. You see, I keep on appealing to God. I'm not telling you, go and do this, go and do that. That is not how it happens. Just be in the will of God. God is the one bringing something to pass in your life. Yes, you are working hard. That's good. It's not all those who work hard who are prosperous. You have a certain qualification. Others have. It's not anyone who has certain qualification that is prosperous. We are talking about God in action. 
It's a prosperity conveyed by God's favor. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 10. Glory and favor. Glory and what? And the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls. That's favor. Can you say amen? Amen. And their kings shall minister unto thee. For in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favor have I had mercy on thee. So within the context of our prosperity is the drivers of God's glory and God's favor. It has got nothing to do with just how much you are applying yourself. They are all good. But we are talking about something that God takes the glory for. His glory and his favor. No matter how hard you are working or doing something, the multitude of the camels shall not co- may not cover you. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah may not come to you. The abundance of, of the sea will not be converted unto you. These things are happening because God's glory has come upon you and God's favor has come upon you. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 4 the 62 rather Isaiah chapter 62 verse 4 Isaiah 62 verse 4 thou shalt no more be termed forsaken neither shall thy land any more be termed desolate poor but thou shalt be called Hephzibah can I have an amen you shall be called Hephzibah and thy land Beulah what does it mean for the Lord delighted in thee the Lord has favor in you and thy land shall be married hallelujah praise God there is a factor of God's favor in our prosperity. It's like a sponsorship. It's like an assistance. You work, but it is not simply because you are working. That is why you are prospering, but because you are favored. And the credit goes to God. Amen. Amen. The Lord is telling me to tell people here. Don't depend so much on your work. That is not how God says He will prosper you. The Bible says the blessings of the Lord make it rich and it has no sorrow. Doesn't mean tomorrow you should not go to work, go to work. 
But don't trust in what you are doing. Blessed is the one who trusts in him. How blessed is he? God's glory and God's favor will attract prosperity into his life. You may be the same, you know, you sell the same thing on, on, on the same lane or line. But only you, you will see that you have an attraction among the rest of the people. You have the same degree as others, but only you, you will have distinction among those people. Because of the glory of God and because of the favor of God. Be on your feet, we are going to pray. If not for these two things, even me, it will be difficult for me to think of how God will prosper us. If not for God, God, how shall these things be? And he says, My favor and my glory will make it to come to pass. Look up here. What did Mary do? To conceive Jesus. The angel said you have obtained favor. Favor will give you the impossible. Believe it. It will give you the impossible. It will give you the impossible. It will, it will work in different ways. Sometimes so that your work, suddenly it begins to move on and on and on. Suddenly you see that people want to do something with you. Suddenly doors are opening for you. Because of the glory and the favor of God. Lift up your hands to the Lord. And thank him for his favor and his glory. Come on, give God thanks for his favor and his glory. Give him thanks for his favor and his glory. Lord, I thank you for your favor and for your glory it is prospering us it is no more by what we do but by your favor and by your glory believe the word of God that God is bringing you a prosperity by his glory and by his favor God is putting an attraction on your life glory is an attraction 
attraction. Favor is an attraction. And suddenly the word of God will come to pass in your life. You will begin something by the glory and by the favor of God. You will start something by his glory and by his favor. That thing will increase by his glory and by his favor. It is a prosperity coming by God's glory and by God's favor. Let's see God this morning. Let's see God this morning. Let's see God this morning. He's working in us. He's working for us. By his glory and by his favor. He's worthy of it all. For from him are all things and to him are all things. The prophecy of our prosperity is happening by God's glory and happening by God's favor. It's happening by God's glory and it's happening by God's favor. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you praise. I thank you for prosperity in this place by your glory and by your favor. Nothing may change in the economy. But by the heavenly factors of glory and favor, Lord, your people shall prosper. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise, Heavenly Father. We worship and adore you, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let your glory rise among us. Let your favor increase among us. Let the impossible begin to happen. In the name of Jesus. People who thought that they could not be anything, suddenly they will find themselves like Joseph found himself just within a nick of time because of your glory and because of your favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you. We magnify you for the forces of your glory and your favor bringing prosperity unto us. You have glorified us. You have favored us. And the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto us. In Jesus' name. For he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy. Lift up your two hands and let's worship him right now. For he, the Lord, is where. For he alone, for he is where. For he, the Lord, is 
One thing God kept telling Abraham is, I will bless you, I will bless you, I will bless you. Maybe because of our culture, we understand the negative very well. Curses. How many of you have seen somebody curse somebody and it worked? Lift your hand if you have seen somebody. May you never see it. It's a bad thing. Sometimes, without any medical condition, suddenly their stomach begin to bulge. Their feet begin to get heavy. Some even pass out. Because there is a force attracting something into their life. For you, God has not cursed you, but he has blessed you. If you interview Abraham, how, where did your riches come from? God's glory and God's favor. Apostle come. Let's say this is Solomon. Solomon, how did you become prosperous? What, what, what happened? Solomon, he will not tell you about the work he was doing. He prayed and said, when he was giving thanks to God, he said, both riches and honor come from you. Don't look at your work that you are doing. This, this is the reason why sometimes you want to run out of the country. I picked the woman in my car this week with a child at the back. Normally, I wouldn't do it if I'm the only one in the car. But I felt, let me help this lady. So for say of our baby, now before I ask you, I believe we say, "Oh, no, we can't take any more on yet." Then we did. We said, "I was saying, 'Buanong.'" I said, "Where are you coming from?" It was quiet in the car after point. I said, "Where are you coming from?" No, Bisan said, "He found a Ufriba." First, I asked him which church you attend. Bisan said, "Sorry, Ben, I'll cross." Then he mentioned. I said, "Where are you coming from?" No, Ufriba. 
He has left his church. He said, I came for a prayer meeting in some Lungulungu area where I stay. I came to pray with a certain minister pastor that said, I asked him for what? He said, I want to travel. As said, what do you do? He said, I'm a nurse. What does your husband do? He said, my husband is a teacher. He works for the government, yes. You do you work for the government, yes. This is my hospital. I said, so, and you have a child. I said, are you patching with somebody or God has given you accommodation? We have accommodation. My goodness, I said, I now know why the Lord made me to pick you. He has put his word in my mouth to tell you, don't move an inch. Your prosperity does not come from abroad, it comes from above. The glory of God and the favor of God. That is all you need. Grace and truth. God will prosper you. Hallelujah. Praise God. We spent Friday all night. We prayed for the whole church. We were here. Pastors were praying. See, if you don't know, you have a bomb pie, Master Fonona, so for noah, that God should lift people up in this church. And my God hears an answer's prayer. The answer to the prayer is that His glory and His favor is going to do it. Lift up your two hands to the Lord. I want to pray for you right now. The Lord will make you a wonder to yourself. The Lord who changed the situation of Jabez, you will change your situation. You will not struggle to eat. You will not borrow. Anywhere you are borrowed up to today by this word of the Lord, let the word of prophecy end that life of borrowing. There is nowhere we read in Isaiah chapter 60 that you will borrow, rather, things are coming to you. You are on the credit side, not on the debit side. In the name of Jesus, anybody on the traffic lane of debit, by the word of the Lord, be moved from the debit lane into the credit lane. In the name of Jesus. Lord, the other time you said that by the word of my mouth, even the abjectly poor, they will become rich. Father, I pray anyone who finds himself in a tight corner, school fees, not the banana. 
asamu ba wontimi nko animu na eja no areho ebusia fo nante ne so ni pane nam ne nim enso ebade wo ye wo ba ene sate biane rade esesa esesa erade mane esesa in the name of jesus Sikane gete eye wodia. Erade no ne Bible bebre ba mi bibie. Wasem etim hoda. Wasem ensesa. Watch the year. Emfatu ho an wo wasem. Nya wo yema Isaac, ebra na ekoma ba. Erade se koma be yase se komo me yase. Se juma wanye din se juma wanye enye din. Se ye wakana hase niha. Erade bi osru ego maso. Open the floodgates of heaven upon your children. And by the reign of your glory and your favor, let your people prosper. Let your people prosper. Let your people prosper. In the name of Jesus, Unyaminfa ye dien shall win sem. 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 In the name of Jesus, become supernaturally prosperous, divinely prosperous, miraculously prosperous. Era de me bompaye mama safuma. E danya ye fene se danya ombesi Those who don't have lands, you will bless them with lands. You will let riches flow into their hands. They will build upon those lands. Receive them in the name of Jesus. Your person will tre nashim. Jabis bi wo ha se ba de ba bi a me woni swa ba bi a me ti ni swa adwuma mu honi swa me mfidie ni swa dwetre ni swa emwa ni swa adwuma e fo ni swa lord customers ni swa me pompa e se wonam sa osomi so you will extend and expand your territory in the name of jesus christ grant fulfillment in life they will care for themselves care for their children care for others care for other families according to the word of the Lord which is spoke unto Abraham but indeed shall all the families of the be blessed father I thank you because I know you have heard me I see them lifted up I see them lifted up from you are all things and to you are all things including our prosperity your name be praised in Jesus name we have prayed amen, amen. the Lord bless you God bless you for listening to this message today visit us on Facebook at GTTI page today for more audio and video messages information on upcoming events and so much more 
make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week and remember the future belongs to us we believe